I gotta poop. <laughs> do, do you want to take a break first? Or like, <laughs> no, we're, we're, live. we're live. Oh right. my god, you're gonna be prairie dogging this entire time. <laughs> Please put that in there. <laughs> Joe, that has to go in. Oh. All right. Hey everyone, welcome back to Quarantined, episode two. We have a wonderful show for you today. We're going to start off with Jack Connor and I's updates about life in quarantine. And then we'll move into a great interview with Notre Dame's own senior, Owen Hart. And then we'll finish with talking about some positive news we see going on in the world. So hope you enjoy. Um, here it is. Welcome to episode two. Guys, this is episode two. Um, we made it to that at least. So I think that's give ourselves a round of applause there. <laughs> Um, never thought this would happen, but we're keeping it going. Um, how have you guys been? I've uh, I've been on the up, actually, Joe. Yesterday, I put on underwear for the first time in four days. So oh, wait, wait, wait. New underwear, or like you just haven't had? It I on? I have been freeballing it around my house for four days. Oh, oh, god. <laughs> so, so I'm so learning sorry. to adapt to quarantine. Shirt? shirt, shirt, and pants. Shirt and pants. But oh, so I... you're just going commando. I thought yeah. you okay. I thought you were wearing a shirt. <laughs> Like some human version of Winnie the Pooh uh, going around your house. Uh, I apologize for that image to our listeners. You can just stop now. Uh, no, I've, I have been switching from my night pajamas, taking a shower, and then going into my day pajamas. But I wear, I wear underwear with neither of those outfits. But I decided yesterday it was time to rejoin the human race. What's your favorite thing you've done this past week? Ooh, um, yesterday I left my house. So <gasps> why? To, uh, Way to go, man! I, wa- I walked Just my dog. ignoring the CDC. Okay. <laughs> Listen, dogs can't get the disease. We're good. We're good. Now, me and my mom went to a nature preserve to um, try and not kill each other while we're sitting in the house. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to give my my best life event to fresh air. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very important during this time. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I've just been I've been doing more yoga, um, with or without yeah. underwear. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely with. I have the full outfit on. Oh, thank God. It restricts my flexibility a little bit, but it's well worth it. It's, um, it's worth it. It's, it's worth well it. worth it. Yes. Another thing I've been doing, a little shout out. We started Zumba, like we did in Bomber Hall, but we're doing it over Zoom, so we're calling it Zumba. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I that's, get. That's it. pretty good. So, if anyone wants to join that, like. I don't know, fill it out in the link or something. We can add you. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you just added me to the group me without my permission. Uh, yeah, but you now know, you're welcome. I have it's, the flexibility of your average two by four. Uh, so There is no flexibility needed. It is just dancing. Oh, that's even and worse. There's no judgment. That's so much worse. And there's my even less judgment because yeah. it's over Zoom. We start with Lizzo. So, I mean. Joe, I just what, want you to know. When you, uh, does your sales pitch for this start? And when do you get through all of the bad stuff? Oh, it's so much fun. It's just a great way to get some energy out at the end of the day. Connor, I have... Dance uh, with the friends. I've been in this group for months, Connor. I, I get mm. individual texts from Joe to come to Zoom. As of last night, I was invited to Zumba at 9.59. And I was mm. sitting in yes. my room doing nothing. And I decided that was a better use of my time than logging in. Exactly. I also got a text from Joe. And I responded uh oh jesus no and all right i'm challenging you you have to come once and then you can share about it on the show about how great it was all right i okay i will okay, that's my challenge it. i will do it once uh all right i well, don't know if i will promise that i will then i don't need to promise it. i just need you to do it once and then i know it's a guaranteed more than once okay all right yep i'm not confident okay all right yep. Uh, so as far as a life update goes for me, uh, I now have something on my schedule. Uh, it is Zumba. Uh, other, <laughs> other than that, uh, same old, same old. Uh, I have, you know, um, I've issued a challenge to all of my friends uh, to give me new shows to watch. Um, so if you have suggestions on that, uh, please let me know uh, on our Zoom date. Uh, and... Um, yeah, because I've started watching West Wing on Netflix for the third time, and I feel like that may not be the best use of my time. Um, 
but so far no friends have suggested otherwise uh so that might just be the best use of my time can't tell uh i did also uh go out yesterday uh i got to meet up with two of my best friends from high school uh and we stayed six feet apart at all times uh but we went to the docks in my hometown uh, and ate fast food out on the dock. That's the most boondock hick bullshit I have ever heard in my <laughs> life. <laughs> I am from Georgia. Uh, I, I am from Georgia, so that is on brand uh, for me. I, I mean, I, yeah, I rode my tractor into school. Uh, <laughs> didn't start wearing shoes until I came to Notre Dame, um, and I strung up. I put up my banjo um, for my college career. Good. I'm. Uh, I'm glad you're fulfilling all my stereotypes. That's that's all hey, I ever hey. wanted from a second. <laughs> I had to. I had to check all of the boxes. All right. So we have a fantastic show today. We have our first guest ever going to be on the show. Owen Hart, another senior from Fisher Hall. Um, it's a fantastic interview. So please stay tuned for that. And then we'll come with back with you after the interview, and we'll share our whatever thoughts we have after that. Um, so stay tuned. So without further ado, here is our interview with Owen. Next up, we have our very first guest, Owen Hart. Owen uh, actually uh, became a guest on this show because he got mad at me uh, because I had actually earlier in the school year made a promise uh, to start my own podcast with him uh, titled A Whittle Heart and Soul. Uh Ultimately, we are two people with no ambition or follow through. So that never came to fruition. Uh, so now here he is on our alternative podcast. Um, and so, Owen, what do you have to say to our listeners today? Yeah, Connor, I just want to thank you for having me on after I threatened you. I found that the best way to get places in life is just empty threats. Um, so thank you for that. <laughs> Can I ask what the threat was from quarantine? <laughs> um no, it was just one angry text, to be honest. It wasn't that threatening. <laughs> and I folded like a cheap card. <laughs> I called it bluff. Yeah, you're able to come in anytime you threaten us. That's um, fine by me. So, so Owen, give us, a, give us a little bit of a life update from you. Sure, sure. So I'm currently coping with the, the loss of my senior year. Just got back to South Bend, so that made me a little more sad. I'm getting my stuff from my wonderful dormitory, Fisher Hall, and then headed home to Long Island. They let you back in the dorm? Oh, no. My rector, Maz, a wonderful man, he's awesome. put the stuff on the loading dock for me and my um, fellow RAs, and then we picked it up. Are you driving back home then? Yeah, I am. Uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Crazy time. <clears throat> Great man, Maz. Well, without further ado, uh, Jack, you want to take it away? Uh, 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 yeah. Where we're going with this? I'd love to. Um, we're going to have a, a new segment for our, our recurring listeners. And we currently got titled The Hot Seat. Um, much like our question segment last week, we're taking, we're taking polls for how to name this something less generic and boring. Maybe the Mike Bray hot seat or the, the uh, Coach Kelly hot seat. We'll see. Just pretend so it's we're going to set a timer like for Rocco's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Mr. Rocco would would, uh, would buy that one. Not if you throw. We're going to do con- it's free uh, advertising. Oh. So we're going to set a timer for three minutes, and we're going to just launch questions at you, and you got to rapid fire answer these absurd questions from the three of us. Perfect. All right, timer is ready. Who wants to start us off? All right, I'll start. Connor, all right, timer ready to start in three, two, one, go. Okay, Owen, name this challenge. Uh, the 45th annual Mike Bray Rocco's Pizza question challenge. That's <laughs> it from now on. Yep. Okay. Who would you rather have for a rector, Mike Bray or Muffet McGraw? Mike Bray, awesome guy. All right, you cut yourself, you need a Band-Aid. Is it a superhero Band-Aid or a regular Band-Aid? Superhero, Spider-Man, 10 times out of 10. If you were to win the Nobel Prize, what would it be in? Um, for finding a way to not shower for three days straight and still be presentable. <laughs> right, if Father tips. Pete had hair, what, what color would it be? <laughs> um, red. 
Irish. All right, favorite Notre Dame offensive play, the failed screen or the delayed handoff up the middle? <laughs> uh, considering I don't know what you're referencing with either of those, let's go with the failed screen. All right, all right. same here. What kitchen appliance is the most suspicious to you? Blender. Who needs a blender? What? What? Like, <laughs> nobody actually likes smoothies that much to have one in their house. Also, people who like smoothies don't actually like smoothies. Just They're just pretending to like them because they're like, oh, they're healthy and I do yoga and things like that. That's right. I listened to the first episode, Joe. <laughs> I'm so flexible. <laughs> I need my smoothies. All right. All right. Oh, and suggest a new Moreau topic. Um, dorm parties. Wow. <laughs> From an RA. All right. You're in a dollar store and you have $2. What are you buying? Um... Reese's. That's it. <laughs> Give us your best sales pitch on why Fisher shouldn't be torn down. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I bet you would expect me to do that. However, I'm going to shock the world here and I'm going to advocate it to be torn down. We don't need it anymore. It served its purpose. Get rid of the thing. Build a new wow. dorm. Call it Heart Hall. <laughs> All right, rank from best to worst for drinking. D-Bart water, water from the lakes, dining hall coffee. Okay, I have very strong opinions about dining hall coffee. Never drank it until I was a senior. I drank that coffee every single day of senior year. You monster. Number one senior. <laughs> Easy. I, I don't know that it changed my body for the better, but it, it benefited me in the short term. Um, number two, D-Bart water. Not as bad as people make it out to be. Number three, lake water. All right, we have time for one more question each, so we'll rotate through. My final question, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how absolutely hyped are you about Notre Dame's recent provost hire? Joe, it's tough for me to put something like that into words because I'm just so, so excited for the future of the provost seat of this university. You know, It's like asking me to like put into words like how much I love pizza or like spending time with my friends it, it's it's right up there with like with like how much i love like like we're family, you know email Say that time forever where were you when you got that email yeah there are a couple moments in everyone's life when you stop and you think man where was i during that big moment like like finding out like a new president was elected or finding out that there was a major world event and when I found that email in my inbox, I will never forget <laughs> sitting up on my couch and saying, man, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, final question for me. Would you rather have to never be able to express yourself accurately or have to always tell the truth? Connor, I've lived on this earth for close to 22 years now. I've never really expressed myself accurately <laughs> because I don't think that's possible. <laughs> So I'm just going to keep going with what works. <laughs> All right. Last question, Owen. Hot takes only. What is the worst dorm of each sex? I mean, okay. I lived across the, the quad from Howard Hall for four years. I have literally never met someone from that dorm, <laughs> seen anyone walk into or out of that dorm. So I'm just really not sure if it counts as a dorm. So I got to put it. As the fi- as the the lowest seed for men's dorms, I just mm, I gotta say Morrissey for mostly the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for just costing us three hundred listeners. <laughs> we only had sixty. <laughs> nope, we're now at negative two hundred and forty listeners. <laughs> All right, so let's um, move on from that into our main portion, our Welsh family quarantine questions. We're now sponsored. Um, so, Connor, you want to read us in the first question? Absolutely. All right. Uh, so here's the question, boys. It's a hide-and-seek challenge across the campus. You have to find a hiding spot for 24 hours. If you are not found, at the end of the 24 hours, you receive $2 million. But if you are found, you go to prison for five years. Where on campus are you going to be hiding? Are there any, like, caveats? Like, can I hide, like, literally anywhere? Literally anywhere. Oh, boy. 
I mean, you don't have like Wait. superhuman strength and like can't climb up to, you know, the top of the gold dome. Like it has to be somewhere where you, a human being, can get. Wait, who non, are our seekers? Is it like non yoga? Who's looking for me? Uh, there are 15 other people looking for you. 30, 30 people looking for you. Just control group humans. Uh, is is like, this just Notre Dame's campus or St. Mary's and Holy Cross in play? Because I spent four years at this university and I have no idea how to get to Holy Cross. <laughs> so it might be a great hiding spot. But for the sake okay. of, you know, the 30 people, the 30 just bland people that are looking at you, uh, looking for you, I think I think it's just one campus. So just Notre Dame. So where are you going to hide? Uh Joe, you've you've asked the most questions, so I feel like you've already been thinking. Uh, do you want to start us off on where you're going to hide? This is a really tough one. Um, I think I'm going to go with the SAO office, mm. just because one, I really don't know where it is, and so if I found it, I feel like that would take me a while. And two, I just third don't think anyone would third floor of the fun. So you are found. That was oh, that's, so quick. That's really bad. That was so that's bad. really bad. <laughs> so would bad. anyone go in there? Sounds like Connor's already in there. <laughs> yeah, you've already been found. Well, I was just hoping that people would walk by and just never want to walk in there, and then they're just leaving me there forever. Okay. Well, we can all agree that's a terrible answer. Change you with the squirrels one. inside the dome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good callback to our previous episode, listeners. If you don't know what he's referencing, I guess you have to go back. <laughs> And listen to our first episode now. Um, no, Joe, you can't, can't change your answer. I don't know if you've ever played hide and seek. Once you leave the first location, your chances go up like 150% of being found. So you have to stay in your crappy, crappy location of the SAO office, which is in the La Fortune Student Center on the third floor. So you're found. Um, Jack, try and give us something that is a makes the game a little more interesting because joe got found in the first 10 minutes all right well i uh i will tell you i put a good 45 seconds worth of thought into this so mm. i'd like to ask does any is anyone aware that there's an elevator in north dining hall no 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 from those reactions that is why i'm gonna hide in the elevator in north dining hall if you go towards the the stanford side of the dining hall mm. right in the center there's actually an elevator that you can take up to this to the loft area of North Dining Hall. So I think if I just by, that by sucker, Stanford, do you mean South Keenan? I yes. Yeah, oh, <laughs> <South I apologize. Keenan. laughs> can we kick Connor off the podcast for that one? <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll get my nomenclature right next time. <laughs> Should call it the Fisher side. Joe, that is nowhere near Fisher. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <was> a side. <laughs> So if I, if I have to play hide-and-seek, I am just locking myself in that elevator and assuming that everyone's just going to think it's a wall. Mm. That is an excellent answer. Let me ask you this. Now, I, I, I honestly don't know if people would find you in that location. But say I, I push the elevator button. There you are. The door's open. There you are. What is going to be the first thing you say upon being found? <laughs> Knowing myself and my um, quick reactions, I would probably freeze like you do in your Zoom chats and just stare in fear. I will say nothing. I will do nothing and hope to blend in with the tapestry in the background. (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful answer. Um, So buckle up, boys, uh, because I've been thinking on this question now for a minute and a half. Uh, So I've had the most time. Uh, oh, and you can go last because we know you're going to give a terrible answer, too. Um, so I'll go. Yeah. Um, I once had a finance class in the basement of Getty's Hall. I didn't know Getty's Hall had a classroom, nor was open to students. Um, so that was already something that I, I learned quickly. Um, but in my class at 820 in the morning, um, I frequently had to visit the bathroom because I got bored and I wanted to check my phone. Upon my first uh, exploration, trying to find the bathroom, 
I did not find the bathroom, but I did find a shower. There is a shower in the basement of Getty's Hall. Yes. And I challenge any Notre Dame <laughs> student to also find that shower because it is impossible. I don't know how I happened upon it. I think it's like the room of requirement. Uh, and I walked past it three times and it just showed itself to me. But that, that is my chosen hiding place uh, on Notre Dame's campus. Now, would you shower while you were in there? Yes. As long as there was a healthy source of paper towels nearby <laughs> that I would then be able to dry myself. Uh, yes, I would. I would also shower while I was in that hiding spot. Would that not give you away? Honestly, Joe, like, I don't know how people are going to find this location. So if it, if, if it gives them away, it only makes it fair uh, for the 30 people that are looking for me. All right. Well, once they find me in the third floor of the fine, I'm coming and finding that shower. <laughs> Good luck. All right, Owen. Okay. I've been given some thought to this answer ever since you asked it. Mm. And... <laughs> I have a couple of thoughts here. My mm. first thought was I'm just going to go to my home of Fisher Hall because I've had enough trouble trying to get friends from other dorms <laughs> to come to Fisher because of the weird smells, people, <laughs> exposed pipes, etc. Rooms the size of small, small closets. Mm. Um, but, you know, that was too obvious. People would know that I'm too comfortable there. Mm. So... I'm going with a place where I'm least comfortable so people don't expect it. Mm. And also a place that really, why would you go there? Mm. The math library in the basement of Hayes Healy. Because A, oh, the Omera family library. Healy? Exactly. Oh, oh, so Owen's found too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but my point was, who's going to find me down there? Math majors? <laughs> <laughs> Valid. I, I have to say, even if uh, even if I knew Owen was down there, if he called me and said, I'm in the Omira bullshit sponsored family <laughs> library, I would not go down there. That library scares the shit out of me. <laughs> also, if you said if you got on the phone with me and you said, I'm in the Omira family, <laughs> library, I would also be like. Yeah, so I'm not going to come see you because I don't know where that is. Like, I, I know there are several libraries named after several different people. I have never heard that name in my entire life. So I just, there's no prayer of me. Like, I couldn't even narrow it down to a building of what, <laughs> what building that could even be located in. So well done, Owen. I want, I want to know what the Omeras did to get that name since our other library is named after Father Ted. So what <laughs> what profound impact on American society have the Omeras had? I mean, this is just the math library, though. <laughs> <laughs> they invented you long math division. isn't important. Man, <laughs> I'm so bad at math. I've been down there before, and I like looked at the books that were in there. I couldn't even read the titles. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I think that's Joe, called dyslexia. Like <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this is the scariest books down there. Oh my goodness. That library. I went down there because I had to do math tutoring as a freshman because math is hard for me. Mm. Um, it was actually a crazy story. I was in there getting tutoring, and it was this like simple like chain rule problem, and I didn't know how to do it um, because Classic. math is really hard. And I went to the tutor, and he looks at the problem, and I kid you not, he slams his head against the table like as hard as he can, <laughs> and then like looks up at me, and he's like, "The answer is four x or whatever the answer was." <laughs> and i was oh. just like what and he's like yes it's 4x and so i was kind of fresher at this point so then i slammed my head against the table <laughs> oh, good. and it did not work for me um the same way it worked for him so that was the last time i went to tutoring there because it, it was just too easy for him to help me <laughs> so math is scary so, let me let me put a call out there to our listeners um if you are that math tutor <laughs> teach me i need to know <laughs> and you remember that interaction with that helpless first year student that was joe dread <laughs> and if you would like to come on our podcast and try and teach joe dre now uh the chain rule <laughs> please find us on social media and we have and a twitter now to be on our show i we do have a twitter i would love to have you be a part of this show so that i can watch joe dre 
And now, are, Joe, how old are you? I'm 21. Wait, 22. I, I'm 22. Watch, I'm 22. I want to watch a 21. I'm 22. <laughs> Twi- no, I, no, I got that wrong. I'm bad at math. math. <laughs> really hard for you, Joe. I'm really bad at math. I want to watch a 22 year old who can't even count to 22 <laughs> try and be taught the chain rule. Uh, please come to our show. Is it bad? I forgot that how old I was, and then I only remembered because I was like, "Oh yeah, I listened to Taylor Swift on my birthday." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on that horrendous note, uh, we're gonna move on uh, from you know T Swift's biggest fan, Joe Dre, uh, to our to our next question, Joe. Sadly, you're gonna start us off again. Uh, if you had to live in a fictional place um, that has been described in a TV show, movie, or book. Uh, where would you live? 100% Scranton, Scranton, Pennsylvania, during the era of The Office. Um, that's a real place. Yeah, but, no, but like, that's the worst answer I've <laughs> No, but like, it's a real place, but the, the, those characters don't actually exist. I love The Office so okay. much. It is like all I've been doing. Besides yoga and quarantine. Oh, God. There it is with the yoga again. Um, okay. Moving on from the fact that that is a horrible answer. Who? You gave me like three seconds to answer that question. And that's the first thing that came well, to mind. Well, would you not want to meet Dwight like in real life? Joe, no. In a, in a fictional place. In a, in a question about a fictional place. You answered Granton, <laughs> Pennsylvania. No, okay, I know it's real, listener, but like, and you're from Pennsylvania. You probably have a general knowledge that Scranton, Pennsylvania, is in fact a real place. All that is just fake about this place is a company, a paper company. Yeah, I'd want to go to. I'd want to go to Dunder Why? Mifflin. That's a horrific reason uh, to do it, uh, man. But I know the job market's tough right now. So if you think Dunder Mifflin. Is going to be your best shot. Then I get it. They okay. have unpaid who, who internships. Are, who in the who at uh, Dunder Mifflin would be your best friend? Uh, if this, if you could see, I would like to say Jim because, like, but I just know it wouldn't be. It'd probably be more like mm. a Gabe guy. We'd probably be friends. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Like I don't want that to be the case, but I just, I don't know. It's tough. You just admitted you. over social media to being a Gabe guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Gabe, but just like everyone says Jim because he's the coolest and you're going to call me out for that. So I just. Well, we were going to call you out for anything, but you gave us Gabe. So that was just <laughs> that's on you. Uh, I would have pictured you more as like an Andy guy. That, that was OK, my, that's uh, fair. Andy's a bro. Yeah. You do but like later season Andy, not like season three Andy. He gets so much better and then he gets worse again. So like mid season Andy. OK, so like post anger management. But Post before... anger management, pre butt tattoo, Andy yeah. Bernard. Know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Final answer. Jack, you're up. Jack, you're up next. All right. I'm gonna give an answer that is probably unoriginal and what mm. many of our our hundreds of listeners are thinking. But I would love to live at Hogwarts with magical you, powers. That you was are my a answer. you are a doorknob of a human <laughs> being. That is just a terrible answer. <laughs> Hogwarts? Okay, okay. At no point in this question... You want to live at a high school? It's <laughs> <laughs> a little weird. That, Why you want to live at a high school, that. man? Owen, oh, that is an excellent point. Also, at no point in this question does it guarantee that you will possess the powers of <laughs> the, the people that are in this. So instead... You're just going to be some useless muggle <laughs> walking around Hogwarts campus. You know who you are? You're going to be Filch. Filch. You're Filch. You're going to be hate Filch. You're, you're going to have a cat. And you're the most it. hated man in that in that wizarding world, even more than Voldemort. I hate Filch more than Voldemort. What's that say about him? Thank you, Owen, for jumping in on how horrible I feel better about mine now. Is. Even No, you should, no, Joe. No, you are going to be no. friends with Gabe. <laughs> Joe, I at least answered the question properly. Oh, <laughs> that is all, fair. All, all I'm saying is even even as a muggle living mm. at Hogwarts, you could yes. be around all that magic. And I could still teach. There's, uh, you know, there's there's music classes. There's what class did Filch teach? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was <Mom>. a janitor. <laughs> 
How to Ooh. scare first years one oh one. But I'm saying I could take over for, for Professor Bins on a history of magic, right? Just no the ghost is gonna no. That's awful cocky of you. <laughs> oh yeah, I can just step in and take a professorship. Yeah. Just just do real life. You might as well be Joe at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Jack, and Gabe. Oh, I uh <laughs> oh. Oh. Horrible friend tree. Look at those skeleton <laughs> costumes and do a little dance. Oh no, that is wow. Well, after okay, I'm I'm, uh, I'm doing this podcast to try and make myself <laughs> feel better after losing my senior year, but I'm not sure how effective that is. Sorry, there's just a lot of pent up anger uh, in this isolation uh, that I am being forced into. All right, I will I will give my answer, and I expect. Similar, if not accelerated, <laughs> criticism from all parties, considering I have I have gone hard at everyone else. Uh, I would live in the Star Wars galaxy oh. because because a it is a fictional world, so already I'm doing better than Joe. <laughs> but b humans are actually still able to participate in this galaxy and actually still play. An influential role. Padme Amidala is an influential senator. And then dies in sadness. Okay, well, (laughs) that's on her. Uh, Like, sorry, your husband force choked you and then murdered Jedi younglings. That's who you chose to marry. Um, I would do better personally uh, because I've already gained a lot of interest in Zoom dates uh, from our listeners. So... I, uh, I had one. Oh, awesome! We me. should talk about uh, that later. Anyway, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ab- absolutely, we will. Uh, but I think, I think overall, yeah, I, I, I could really thrive in the Star Wars galaxy. Connor, what what part of the Star Wars galaxy makes you think you're gonna last more than like two weeks? All we know of the galaxy is a civil war, a civil mm. war, and then a third civil war. You, and slavery. And, you are going to be wiped out by a Death Star within. Like, Wait, what time weeks, but... in the Star Wars galaxy are you Here's... going? Ah, uh, I think I'm going prequels. So like Jar Jar Binks is Jar Jar Binks is still alive. So, so Civil War. Uh, exactly the Separatists versus the the Republic. Yeah, no, I I know exactly when I'm picking. But overall, um, yeah, Owen, you make a good point. Um, that there that there is slavery at that time. Uh, I think they would quickly realize that I would make the worst option uh, for any form of servitude uh, at all because I offer no physical strength uh, to their ability. So, but I, I don't think I would be be killed off because I I do know how to find great hiding spots. Uh, harking back to our previous question about the shower in the basement of Gettys, uh, so I don't think I'd be killed off instantly. Uh, I'd find a ship. I'd make my way to Coruscant. I'd live in the top world. Uh, and overall, I would I would become a promising young senator, uh, if not uh, the chancellor, uh, as I rose through the ranks. So just to be just to wrap up here. Yes. Jack thought he could step into Hogwarts <laughs> and just become a professor. You think you can step into Coruscant and just become a young, promising senator? We have probably the cockiest podcast. I said I would be all. friends with Gabe. How is that? Yeah. cocky? That's true. That's no, true. Raise your standards. <laughs> Yeah, there, there, there is like overwhelming uh, cockiness, and then there is just sheer, uh, like, just lack of it. Uh, so we've got the two levels averaged out. We are just a very humble human being. <laughs> All right, Owen. Um, the world, where are you living? The initial answer that popped into my mind before Jack stole it was I would live in Hogsmeade right next to Hogwarts ah. and like run the three broomsticks the the bar like restaurant mm. uh, because I think that's a nice middle round where I don't think I could just <laughs> step into being a professor uh, <laughs> um, another place that popped into my mind but you're going to roast me for it because it's a very real place was Albuquerque, New Mexico when Walter <laughs> White is doing his you thing. want to die in a gang war <laughs> look I'm and not going to say gonna I would be valuable like, in a gang war, <laughs> but 
You could do I, meth in New York. There's plenty of it there. Okay. What makes you want to go to New Mexico to do I need that? an RV to cook it in. When was the last time you saw an RV in New York? Like, like a week You're ago. You're in Long Island. I don't know, man. This is my answer. Hogsmeade was my number one answer. Okay. So either a meth dealer or a... No, no, no. Never said that. <laughs> Producer. Okay. <laughs> So, still a crime. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so, that, or or a bar owner. All I'm hearing from this is that you need to be, uh, this is, you need help, Owen. Uh, <laughs> that, that's all, Welcome that's to the weirdest <laughs> intervention of all time. It's on Zoom. <laughs> We're doing it via podcast. Um, wow. Okay, <laughs> I think that's four failures. We'll bring that one up in a later. We'll try again later. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's a right answer. I don't know if there's a right answer. We all gave wrong answers. All right, and for our final question, and this one was actually listener submitted. So hear that, our listeners. Uh, you actually can have an impact on this show. Uh, shout out to Jack Emery for submitting this question. Uh, I'm going to go in reverse order. Uh, Owen, since you had the most time to think on our uh, on our fictional place location, you're going to go first on this one because um, this question is so difficult. Uh, uh, if apples disappeared, would pears replace them as the alpha? Also, if apples never existed, would pears hold the current clout that apples hold now? Connor, I'm really not going to lie to you. <laughs> I thought when you first said the question, you said, if animals disappear, would pears replace them? And I was so confused. <laughs> now that I understand the question is apples, mm. um, my answer is a solid, solid no. Mm. Bananas would replace them as the alpha. Mm. Has anyone ever had a pear and thought, mm, that was good? <laughs> no. No. Pears are trash. Okay. Um, okay, so, okay, but then let me, let me adapt the follow-up question. Uh, if apples didn't, never existed, then in this case, would, would bananas hold the current clout, uh, that apples hold now? Like a doctor, uh, <laughs> a banana a day keeps the doctor away? Yeah, like, like that. Um, I'm gonna go with no. I think, I think apples were kind of the perfect storm in that regard, <laughs> you know? They just kind of had it all at the right time, right place, and they just became the powerhouse of the fruits. Absolutely, really, just like the JFK of of fruits. How uh, how well, does that metaphor I mean, make sense? Uh, because... Are they going to get shot by the CIA? <laughs> well, JFK he was he was a he was a, he was a promising young leader who only could have been elected at at that time. He's the uh, Connor Whittle of the <laughs> Senate in the United States government. Now, <laughs> now we're speaking in metaphors that I really understand. Um, yes, exactly. Exactly, Owen. Owen gets my point. It's what um, you call a callback in the business. Um, yeah. So, all right. I, thank you, Owen, for that promising point. Uh, I'm going to push back on your answer Um because I do think bananas are the most ungodly of the fruits, uh, so I don't think I don't think that they would replace uh, apples as the alpha. I I do think ultimately pears uh, would rise to the occasion of replacing <laughs> apples. They would uh, simply because they are just apples with a little less flavor. It's like going to the grocery store and buying the grocery store brand. <laughs> of soda it's like ah it's close but it's not quite there that is what pears are to us. <laughs> everything uh, you just so said was wrong because of because you're of knocking that. grocery store soda in this economy <laughs> connor true everything's cheap now but um but yeah i i, I don't feel like pears would rise uh to to the the clout that that apples currently hold uh just because they're so terrible I just I want to know how apples got to where they are today because any fruit that needs to be washed before I can consume it is a beta mm. fruit. I I refuse to respect any fruit that needs cleaning before I eat it. 
give me a banana. Give me an orange. But but the the apple the apple love is. Wait wait I kid you not. My entire family we wash oranges mm. before we eat them. What is I'm just thinking of that. I'm crazy. You yeah. You wouldn't wash a banana. Yeah, <laughs> washing oranges. No, but maybe apparently. Joe, yeah, you've. I I, I don't know how much time you would have saved uh, if we all hadn't spent time washing oranges. But that's like <laughs> a combined maybe two minutes. Y'all could have so, gotten back on your life. Again, just to wrap up, Joe has outed himself as a potential <laughs> friend of Gabe and an orange washer. Thank you. Thank you. Steve, for, now I'm really scared for, to give uh, my answer because today. I feel like I'm going to get tagged even more. But I've already been attacked enough, so I'm going to go with it. I like pears, and I just think the problem with pears right. is there are not enough good pears out there. Like, oh, no. I had these pears one time. They were from Oregon, and they were so juicy, like more juicy than any apple I've ever had. And I'd like to say I think pears get a bad rap. It's like if every apple was a red delicious apple – no one would like apples. So pears just need more awareness about the good types they have. They need to be yes, more from the orange. better pears. And I think if apples never existed, we maybe found those other pear varieties. And Oregon. then people would like pears more. Oregon pears. Well, you know, Joe, it's not the worst answer you could give. It's probably the second worst answer you could give. Uh, just because we do know pears are actually the worst um they're just so bad i mean they're just deformed apples uh with less taste uh and so i appreciate your answer and you trying um but i think we can all agree you're wrong i'm literally gonna make a tweet for our two followers if they've ever had a good pair and i think you'll be surprised i think uh, i think it's time to move on to our our recurring segment <coughs> honorary degrees and ocs referrals Yes. Wonderful. Today's topic. So for our, our new oh, listeners. Go ahead, Jack. Go ahead. All you. Oh, got, got um, Our new listeners, we're going to talk about one good thing on campus and one bad thing on campus. Today's Show topic, topic for today. honorary degrees and OCS referrals is bathrooms on campus. And so in each person, we should set up our criteria and then give, um, let's do our degree first. We'll go around and then we'll give our OCS referral afterwards. Mm. All right. I, who's who's gonna start? Let, let me let me start oh, us off good. here. I've got I've got a bit of a, a steaming hot take to come in for my honorary degree. I like okay. the solo bathrooms on the unused floors of the library, and I I will tell you why. I am an extremely shy pooper. I, I ah. do not like pooping when other people are in the bathroom, and so I can't trust when I'm writing my papers. I can't trust the bathrooms on one or two. So I, I kid you not, I will be I will be working on two. I will get up, go to the elevator, and go to floors five, six, seven, eight, nine, and I will I will go to those bathrooms. And if if it's occupied, I will get back <laughs> on the elevator and try. And What's the floor. longest it's ever taken me to find a bathroom? Oh, like twelve minutes. <laughs> Easy. Oh no. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm dedicated to the cause, but you, there are so many floors on that library. You can always find one that's empty. So I'm giving my honorary degree to the empty bathrooms in Hesburgh Library. Mm. Wow. Oh, and you want to go next? Yeah, I have a similar one. Um, my bathroom is also in the great Hesburgh Library, but mine's the basement one because max in the basement, there are uh, maybe 20 people studying there at all times. In the men's bathroom, there are probably 12 stalls. Yeah, it's a ridiculous The, the stall to person to study or ratio makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So I love it because there's always, always space in there. Now, I will, I will say that that bathroom does have one of the most unique and uh, just putrid odors uh, known mm. to mankind. Is that part, uh, does that factor into your honorary degree? Does that give it an aspect of uniqueness? Uh, it's more of those things we, we look past, you know, everyone has some skeletons in their closet. Doesn't mean they can get a, they can't get an honorary degree. Wait, wait, hold okay. up. Are either of you worried that by like advertising these as the best bathroom, best bathrooms on campus because of their privacy, you're going to ruin the one aspect of them. Oh, oh, yeah. For the next time I go back and study in Hesburgh, Joe. Yeah. All my time on campus left. <laughs> Just try to be positive. Really, Joe? You had to hit that? Uh, ouch. Well, on that, uh, 
<laughs> this is not Joe's podcast. Uh, uh, but I I want to give my honorary degree um, to the second floor men's room of Debart uh, because you walk in and immediately the first thing on your right is a paper towel dispenser. But then immediately following that, it is a little alcove of the <laughs> six urines. All extremely, extremely close to one another. Um, and here at Notre Dame, like there is our community is what defines us. And I can think of no bathroom that better exhibits the close knitness of the community, uh, literally, than this bathroom that forces six men uh, to pee in very close proximity to one another. Uh, so that's why I'm giving my honorary degree uh, to the D-Bart uh, second wow. floor bathroom. Okay. For mine, I think you're actually going to like this answer. I'm feeling good about this one. Um, the Okay. Okay. So That'll I lived change. in Bomber this year. So we're real close to the Morris Inn. In the Morris Inn, if you go into those bathrooms in the back, you go inside and then there are private stalls that are like their own rooms with doors. It's nice and clean. There's never many people in there, especially with the renovation of Soren's going on. It's very private. It's very luxurious. Mm. They have better toilet paper there than the rest of the entire campus. That's my favorite bathroom. Yeah, sorry we don't all get to go poop in hotels. It's in the lobby. Uh, anyone anyone can go. Daily. I'm walk. sorry that I live in a broom <laughs> closet and not your You could go there, stuff. too. <laughs> Joe, all I'm hearing is yeah. you leave your brand new dorm <laughs> to go in a hotel that costs thousands of dollars to get a room in. Oh, I bet they're cheap right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez, Connor. <laughs> go try it. You'll see. Um, yeah, Joe. Next football game. Okay, I will. But also, your honorary degree does have its uh, does have its critiques. Um, so just know, even your perfect answer uh, was <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> I'll get there one day. I'm gonna have a good show. But, All right, but but Joe, start us off on your OCS referral. Okay. Um. Yes. All right. For so for the Hesburg Center, not the Hesburg Library, but Hesburg Center, which is right next to Jenkins Nanovic. Has... That's guy well, near the Morris Inn. Yes, yeah, same building as Garbanzo. If you go back into the offices area, um, I'm thinking second floor. I think it's the Kellogg office. If... I'm lost. Okay, so you don't know where it is. But if you... <laughs> I've been in this building a combined two okay, times. Okay, so you've never been there. It's basically just a bunch of offices. I didn't know there was in a there, second floor. It's just one long on offices, okay. maybe like 30 offices, and then there's one bathroom for the 30 offices. And if you go in the bathroom, you just open the door, and then there's just a stall in there. And so I don't know why they just don't make it one of those locked bathrooms because I can't tell you how many times you're in there and then someone opens the door to go in and then they see it's occupied and have to leave. It'd just be much simpler if you could lock the outside door. Well, I agree with your, your OCS <laughs> yeah. referral. That sounds terrible, but I just, I'm incredibly disappointed that you've been in the Hesburgh Center enough to know where the bathroom is and the intricate. So I should have hid there for hide and seek yeah. and I would have been fine. That's exactly what I'm saying. Here's okay. So, so here, here's my follow-up question. Based on my limited knowledge of the geography of Notre Dame's campus, even after spending two point seven three years on this campus, I the the Hesburg Center is right near yes. the Morris Inn. <laughs> so, Joe, are you telling me that you have gone to the bathroom in the Morris Inn? And then in your short walk across the street, you were like, oh, no, I need to find a new bathroom. It, like literally 10 seconds apart from another. And then you ran in the Hesburgh Center. Or, no, they're, like, they're definitely separate. separate. I work in Hesburgh Center, so I, I spend if... a considerable amount of time okay. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yes, backstory. That's, backstory. A, that's a good clarification. Backstory. Thank you. Um, okay. It's, it, yeah, it's not a single okay. trip. Yep. I just wanted to make Absolutely. sure you yeah. weren't. Okay. 
All right. I wanted to make sure it wasn't like a bathroom with an intermission in between <laughs> where you had to walk across the street. Uh, I would have just gone back to the Morris Inn. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Why not stay <laughs> seated for the entire performance? Uh, okay. Um, so I will give my OCS referral. I am going to give my OCS referral um, to the first floor men's room in Oshag. Uh, for some just despicable reason, the people who were constructing this hall decided that it would be best if this was a bathroom door that opened inward. Uh, and so if you are washing your hands or no, if you are drying your hands at the hand dryer, you are then <laughs> hit by this door that just opens inward. Also, it opens inward so you can see the two urinals that are placed strategically, horribly, right by that entrance. So the door opens in, at, after your class gets out at 2.50 to reveal you just standing at the urinal doing your thing and just opens inward to the flow of people walking in the hallway. That is just... that That's... That's that should not be allowed. So I give my OCS referral uh, to that bathroom. The design of that sounds like a felony. Like there has to be something illegal about that. Absolutely. That's why it's getting referred. All right. Well, I'll. Uh, I'm going to take us to lovely <laughs> South Dining Hall. Oh your favorite show. <laughs> I don't, I'm going That's into the basement of South Dining Hall. If you have been in that bathroom. <laughs> First of all, for yeah. the for the men at least, it smells like they've been cooking their like broccoli and cheese soup in there all day. It, it mm-hmm. is just abysmal. And mm-hmm. what I what I really hate about it is the amount of space in between the sinks and the stalls. I mean, like mm. Joe could run a full yoga class in the space in mm. between the sinks <laughs> and the stalls. And I'm just wildly uncomfortable with what they need that much space for in a bathroom. I it's actually the all if the oak room is full for an SYR. <laughs> they actually send overflow uh, to the South Dining Hall men's bathroom. That's what that that floor actually functions as a dance uh, dance floor. Jack, an important detail that you forgot about that bathroom: there are no less than fifty-five miles in there. Yeah, yeah. And also, the stalls are like just crammed in a corner with no lights above them. And also, so the gap just, between you... the floor and the stall is about three feet. You can just see everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, I don't know who designed it. Um, and what, Satan. like, they, they were six feet tall, <laughs> all legs. Uh, and just, you could see everything in those stalls. It's, it's, it's horrific. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great um, OCS referral. Owen, close this out. My answer was similar to yours, Connor, but mine is for the entire building of OSHAG. Because whoever designed it decided mm. to put on one floor the, the, the <laughs> women's bathroom in, on one side and the men's yeah. on the other. But, yes. okay, you would think, you would think, right, that on the second floor, right above the other women's bathroom, <laughs> it's also a women's bathroom. No, you would be wrong. It's a yes. men's bathroom. So when you walk down the hallway in OSHAG, you have no idea what you're about to walk about. You have to walk back and forth, up and down stairs to just find the men's bathroom. There's mm-hmm. no rhyme or reason to the layout mm-hmm. of that of the bathrooms in that building. Absolutely. Can we also give a shout out to the fact that they put the bathrooms right across from the stairs? You can be walking up mm. the stairs and there's just there's stuff out there that you don't want to see. Connor's done with his shower and he's using the paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah I, I i completely agree yeah whoever whoever built oshag um get some help uh because uh, clearly they've never seen a basic functioning building uh great well owen i think that's all the time we have for you um but i i, I think i speak on behalf of all three of us, and that may be you can speak, speak for me. Any help today? Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> boy, do you? Uh, I speak Joe for and me I. and Joe. Uh, when I say you, 
You are well. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> That's where you're going to draw the line? Is grammar? Not on good answers? Uh, but I, you are welcome on this podcast any, at any time. Uh, and I know we didn't get a whittle heart and soul uh, ever up and running. And so if this needs to be... Because out, neither one of us have any work ethic whatsoever. Oh, not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. Uh, you, a second semester senior, me, an overworked, um, but still lacking ambition junior. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a deadly comedy. It wasn't in the cards, and that's yeah. okay. Um, before you go, do you want to give a like, final anything. statement to I would love it. all of our listening community? Yeah, sure. To my fellow mm-hmm. Notre Dame students and especially my fellow seniors, you know, it's a sad time we're going through. We're quarantined, we're all cooped up, we're missing out on time on campus. But, you know, just makes you think how lucky we were to have something so special as Notre Dame. So, great. Yes, we'll thank you back. so much, Owen. Um, if anyone else wants to be a guest on our show, hit us up in the episode description, fill out the form. Um, thank you so much for being here with us today. We hope to have you back. Thank you, guys. All right. So before we head out for today, I want to do a new segment. It was Jack's idea, and I really like this idea. In our time with a bunch of sadness going on and changes, we're going to highlight some positive things going on in the world and in the media to hopefully bring some happiness to this unique situation. So, Jack, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I, uh, I got this idea from reading an article on Barstool about how in this time of crisis that shelters get overwhelmed, dog shelters, animal shelters, and people have been stepping up around the country to foster these animals. So you don't actually have to adopt a dog or a cat. You can just foster it until the crisis has passed and they can get the care workers back into the shelters. Um, And Barstool was highlighting how just dozens of families have been stepping up to the plate and bringing home animals. So I think uh, in this time when we're all trapped in our houses, we can kind of forget about all the people that need our help and not only people, but animals. So I thought that was a really, really cool thing from families. And if you're bored and looking for an animal, maybe uh, maybe go over to your local shelter and pick one up for a couple of weeks. I just love the so many new dogs in the world with homes and owners. That's actually really a great image to have. Wow, Connor? Uh, yeah, so ours is actually just kind of um, within the uh, the local uh notre dame community um my one of my good friends uh is just doing an amazing thing um with just a simple google spreadsheet uh if you are listening to this and you're within the uh the tri-campus community and you have been uh negatively affected uh by the university um kicking you off of campus uh my good friend matthew bisner has made a spreadsheet uh volunteering to figure out options uh, for housing, for transportation, um, uh, for any students that may need it. Uh, And just to see uh, the outpouring of students uh, volunteering uh, and and putting their their names and contact information down on this sheet, uh, that's just really an outpour uh, of like service to one another. that I have loved to see from the Notre Dame community. And uh, I just, I, I appreciate that so much uh, from our community. So shout out to Matthew, shout out to all of the people uh, that have put their, their names and, and, and volunteered their, their houses and their cars um, to be of help uh, during this just bizarre time. Uh, so thank you to the Notre Dame community for always going above and beyond. Love to hear that. That's what makes this place special in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matthew is wonderful, and he's doing a great job with that. Um, we can tweet out that link as well on our Twitter. Um, check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, my positive news is just a shout out to all the teachers. I've actually now gotten emails from all my teachers about how they're changing their syllabus, how they're changing their classes, and how they're going to make this work. Um, and I'm fairly optimistic about it. So I just want to give a shout out to all the positive teachers at Notre Dame and then around the country that have like sprung into action super quickly to... Uh, figure out how to educate us in this extremely different time. So I think that's positive and we're going to learn a lot of stuff and, you know, hopefully make the best of it as we can. Mm. 
Agreed. Joe, I do have on the less positive note, I have a recommendation for our, our title for this episode. It's got to be something like the one where Joe loses, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Joe admitted that he is a uh, friend of Gabe uh, from the office. I, feel I like think that's that, what the title's going to be. <laughs> that is friend of Gabe. Um, I'd be friends with Gabe. <laughs> that is that's one big loss. Uh, Man, so... that, was, that was bad. Also, in our Twitter poll, uh, have you ever had a good pair? Yes is now winning with 62.5% of the vote. Your family doesn't so, count. I feel validated. My family has not voted. We don't have Twitter. That adds up. They're, so. they're too busy washing oranges. They don't have time for Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that one, too. It's been a day. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you um, for talking to me again today. I've loved doing this. Um, honestly, a highlight of the day. If anyone else wants to join us, Hit us up on our form. It'll be in the episode description. We'd love to come on and just talk to you. Don't worry. They'll make fun of me more than they will of you. So you'll be okay. Um, <laughs> right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'm not wrong, man. Exactly. I mean, I we're still uh, advertising uh, for a Zoom date uh, with me. Even if I don't know you, uh, I'm willing to meet you. Uh, and at this time, we're also bored. Why not go on a date with a person that you can't see and have only heard via a podcast uh i yes. say it's that's what this is all about um no but i do have one uh one friend interested eric kim uh i think it's just uh a, a nice opportunity to catch up at least uh so uh but if there's any other interest uh out there for a zoom date uh hit me up yes yeah, so for zoom dates for being on the show and for submitting questions that we will spend so much time debating check out the link in our description and hit those up um i'll see you guys next time go irish go irish go irish <laughs>